This podcast is sponsored by Underdog. Want to make money making picks on MLB games? Then you have to try Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In Underdog's Pick'em game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick to two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up with the promo code PITCHERLIST and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100 so you have some bonus cash to start playing with. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy com or underdog fantasy in the app store sign up with promo code pitcher list and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 must be 18 year older 19 year older in Alabama and Nebraska 21 or older in Massachusetts and Arizona and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates terms apply concerned with your play call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org in Arizona call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in New York call 1-877-8 Hope and why in Tennessee call 1-800-889-9789. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from pitchless.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is Labor Day, September 4th. And yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Yes, I am home. Finally, we have regular scheduled programming. I mean, it is Labor Day. And of course, my alarm was like, hey, you're on Pacific time still. So fun stuff. But we are ready to go. We also have Cole Reagan's start this afternoon as I do the list live. So that starts at 2.20 Eastern time. It's going to be kind of wild. I'm be eating lunch at the same time. It's okay. It's going to be fine. Uh, but come tune in for that playback.tv slash pitch. Every single Cole Reagan start, you know we're going to do a watch party for it. And not to mention, we have a new shirt that is Reagan's Ace is going to Ace. Um, highlighted inside of it. Go check it out on our Twitter account, uh, twitter.com slash pitchers, of course. And go get your shirt today. It's on shop.pitros um, as well, as you guys know. All right, Taj Bradley, five innings, one run, three hits, five walks in, seven Ks from yesterday. Yeah, this is the old Taj Bradley. I mean, the whip is going to hurt. It's nothing really new. He does get a decent setup of Mariners, uh, Twins, and Angels, and yet... I don't know what you're going to get with your whip. If we need to chase the ERA, you can go for it. But he's going to be likely limited in some way through his innings as he's not an efficient pitcher. And it's just how it is. He's going to have that one game of like 10 strikeouts, one walk, I'm sure, along the way. Good luck picking which one. I mean, I guess the Angels one is the best opportunity. But he still has to throw enough strikes to make it happen. Cutter curve and changeup are all kind of... What's going to show up on that day? Uh, Seth Lugo did well, and he's a uh, Toby, and that's cool. Chris Sale had diminished velocity, 92.2 across the entire start, but it was 96.8 on his last pitch of the game. Um, well, I don't know if it was his last pitch, his last fastball of the game. I don't remember if it was exactly his last one. But still, against the Royals, he still did well with it. I think we're going to keep going because he's showing that he has that in the tank, and he's just kind of taking it easy as he needs to. Uh, I'm okay. I'm not, I'm not too worried. But, you know, he gets the Orioles next. Yeah, we're going to do it. Whatever. Zach Greinke was open for, and that's kind of weird. Bobby Miller destroyed the the Atlanta team and with seven innings, one runs, three hits, one walk, and five strikeouts. We got a 67% strike rate on his changeup. That was the second most thrown secondary. Oh, man. Or pitch overall. More so than the curve, more so than the slider. That's awesome. And then you have a 36% CSW on his curveball. 35% usage between changeups and curveballs. You love to see that. Slider was only thrown 10 times for... Zero, ten, 0 out of 10 CSW, it was 5 strikes, that is 3 foul balls to in play, but that is the last piece of the puzzle, I think, for Bobby Miller to turn this amazing 7-inning, 1-run, 3, it's walking 5K outing, into a 10-strikeout outing. That is the whiff pitch he needs to develop. He will get that by next year. 
Um, Zeevan Curry against the Tampa Bay Rays. 5.1 innings, one and run, six hits, one walk, six Ks. This is what happens when you get 65% strikes on that curveball with the four-seamer getting a 37% CSW as well. That's really cool. I normally just thought of Zayvon Curry as more of a slider four-seamer guy, but to see that strike getting, sorry, that curveball getting strikes as well, that's nice. If you continue to pump those strikes, that will work against the Angels next. So definitely circle Zayvon Curry as an option there. Michael King also is someone you should definitely be uh, aware of right now. He got, earned a gold star as he did well against the Astros across five innings. It was only about 70 pitches. It was five innings, one run, five hits, zero walks, and four Ks. But now that he's getting stretched out, he's over 70 pitches. He gets the Brewers next. That's something to consider, especially in 15-teamers. 12-teamers, maybe even two. 75 to 80 pitches likely next. The Yankees are looking a little bit better after their nine-game skid. They just swept the Astros. So maybe there's something there with Michael King as he got the win here. Sandy Alcantara went eight innings in two earned runs. Great to see that. 11 base runners, but that's okay over eight innings. And three strikeouts. I know, the three strikeouts. It's going to be a big talking point this year. But, like, oh, the strikeouts are gone for Sandy Alcantara. How do we feel about this? I'm likely going to be a little bit higher on Alcantara than ours just because he's such a innings guy. And we've seen the potential of strikeouts in the past. And he's better in the second half than he is in the first half. But, yeah, I understand those are like, yeah, it's just not enough. Um, but the thing is, there's also velocity is really high too. It, I feel like there's a way to tweak Sandy Alcantara to get those strikeouts back. We'll talk about that in, in the offseason, but obviously we're just going to keep going with them here. He's a start against the Phillies. He's probably a bench against Atlanta, and then you look at the Brewers and Pirates. And by the way, today for the list, we're doing the full schedule rest of the season. We have it already made, which is so great. Scott Youngson, thank you so much for your help with that. Um, Dave Swan throughout the entire season as well. Um, and it's going to be, I think, streamlined and easier today. So that's really, really cool. Excited to share that with you guys. And uh, yeah, go take a take a look later today for the list. It's going to be the rest of season ranks based on your quality of schedule, which is totally different than usual. Okay, Tarek Skubal against the White Sox, twenty whiffs for that guy was pulled. Uh, seven innings, two earned runs, five hits, two walks, seven Ks. What's kind of cool about that is it was twelve whiffs on the secondaries, and the four seamer still is not the perfection I've seen from him. Um, ninety four velo- a ninety five mile per hour velocity is great. We want to see kind of ninety six, but. 95 is fine too. It's not 93, right? <laughs> so Scooble doing great things. Um, gets the White Sox again. And then the Angels. Yes, I'm spree- speeding through this because I know I'm late today. Uh, again, that alarm messed me up and that's fine. Ranger Suarez against the 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 Brewers was a still ill. Didn't do well. I think it's a coin flip against the Marlins next week. Only 3 for 10 CSW on the changeup is weird because that changeup has been everything for him when he has done well in the past. Chase Anderson, whatever, against the Jays. Charlie Morton against the Dodgers, only 200 runs, but it was four innings, 90 pitches, uh, and whatever. He gets mediocre offenses moving forward. We're just going to keep starting him. Michael Kopak against the Tigers did not do well. 1.2 innings and 200 runs and five walks, and he had to get pulled. Yep, okay. Zach Thompson came through. I saw some tweets yesterday. I know the uh, this is the most annoying thing is that I had to do a lot of the streaming articles the night before, which meant that they weren't updated by the next day, and I was on in the air, so I couldn't update it. But Zach Thompson against Pittsburgh... Came through, wasn't Adam Wainwright. Uh, for the win, seven innings, three and runs, seven hits, zero walks, and six strikeouts. Uh, or someone else that I had inside of the streaming article instead. Uh, great to see it. Curve was really good at 48% CSW. Now he does get at Cincinnati, then the Phillies, and then the Padres, and I just don't want to do that for Zach Thompson. It's it's kind of nice. I'm actually really curious about him for next year as a very much of a sleeper. Because I was really talking about him, um, and I don't really expect people to be looking much at him. He's not like, you know jumping off the page but if he does have a job out of camp for the cardinals next year there is some nice stuff here with the fastball curveball and cutter uh mesh here with the cutter landing really well arm side a good amount too 
Uh, it, this kind of works. It's like a discount or a worse version of Kershaw. And if that cutter turns into that legit slider that Kershaw has, oh boy. I'm very curious about this. But he does get a chance of hosting the Reds at the end of the year. So Zach Thompson might be good there. All right. We have a lot of our other guys to talk about today. Of course, today and tomorrow's games. And we're going to talk about all those. Well, yesterday's guys. We're going to talk about them today. We're going to talk about all those after this break. This podcast is sponsored by Underdog. Want to make money making picks on MLB games? And you have to try Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In Underdog's Pick'em game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick to two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up with the promo code PITCHERLIST and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100 so you have some bonus cash to start playing with. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy com or underdog fantasy in the app store sign up with promo code pitcher list and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 must be 18 year older 19 year older in Alabama and Nebraska 21 or older in Massachusetts and Arizona and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates terms apply concerned with your play call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org in Arizona call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in New York call 1-877-8 Hope and why in Tennessee call 1-800-889-9789. Christian Javier, six innings, three and runs, four hits, zero walks, and eight strikeouts against the Yankees. This is it! Finally! Really, this was the start I've been waiting for. Sure, he had a bad slider to Jason Dominguez and whatever that was sent in the moon, even though he's the Martian. This was four seamers getting whiffs and going upstairs. So we had eight uh, whiffs there and 20 for 24 slider strikes. Yes! This is what happens... You get eight strikeouts and four base runners in six innings. Sure, it was the loss and got three earned runs, but you, you get it. Now, he gets the Padres next, and we haven't seen him have both skills in ages, and it's kind of a decent chance he doesn't have them again, but at least this is it. You know, we wait until September 4th to see it again. Jeez, there's your sleeper for next year. If if Javier actually does this, Zach Thompson and J- Christian Javier, if, if Javier does this with the skills in the last month, I'll be back in next year. All right. Tyler McGill against the Mariners. 5.1 innings, three and runs, five hits, two walks, and six Ks. 95.3, not 96 on the fastball, but we got eight whiffs on that slider. Eight for 23 is good. Seven on the four-seamer. And he gets at Minnesota, the Cincinnati Reds in New York, and then twice against Miami. That's good. Um, I think Tyler McGill is someone to be holding on in September. Uh, Tyler Anderson was my stream pick of the day. Just didn't quite make it. He needed two more outs for it to be worthwhile, I think. 5.1 innings, three and runs, not a good ERA. Six base runners, fine whip, five Ks is okay, no decision. It's just not enough for me to say that this was a streaming victory. So close. I'm surprised he didn't throw more change-ups. It was 53% CSW, and it was thrown third most versus cutters and four-seamers. I don't get it. Throw more slow stuff. All right, uh, <laughs> that's your best pitch. John Gray has a really good slider, and the fastball's been better. And this is an eight-strikeout game, which is fine. He got a little singled out. So a couple batters got lost from him, so it wasn't a good ratio game. Five innings, three and runs, seven hits, four walks. But these strikeouts are good, and now he gets to Oakland, and you just keep going with that. He should get a win there as well, too. Kenta Maeda went against the Rangers. That's really tough on the other side of that one. Five innings, three and runs, nine hits, two walks, three Ks. I got to mention, so he's going to get the Rays, the Reds in Cincy, and then Coors in three of his final five outings. It might be time to jump ship. I know that sounds crazy, but Maeda is not in a good place. I wouldn't necessarily tru- trust him next start. And then it's going to be a little bit tumultuous. And his splitter's not there. Three for 33 whiffs. I mean, to get some slider strikes and stuff. But this isn't good Maeda. And if there's something else on the wire right now, that might be the thing to chase instead. I uh, have Carson Spires um, for the Reds. 
making his MLB debut against the Cubs. Four innings, three and runs, five hits, two walks, and seven strikeouts, 10 whiffs, 29% CSW. It was Carson's MLB debut, and uh, it was a solid fastball, slider with good break. Um, command was a little bit off. He carries a shag rug, right? That is the young man's floor, which suggests that all rookies are going to have a worse floor than your older guys because it's just, we don't know, and command is weird. And it could do, you know, the Kyle Harrison thing of having that amazing game and then falling out after that, right? So if he does get the precision, this could work out. He's an upside play, but yeah, do not put yourself in harm's way if you can't risk that. It's a Hail Mary. Josiah Gray, don't want to go for. He went against the Marlins and didn't do well. Kyle Muller is still having the velocity, but there's nothing else there, so no. Kevin Gosman didn't do well in cores and whatever we move on. Johan Aviedo is still a cherry bomb, and I just want to sing La Bamba every single time because that's just what I think of every time I think of Johan Aviedo. And yes, you can envision me dancing, as I mentioned, inside the roundup. George Kirby didn't do well against the Mets, and it's kind of weird. We're obviously just going to keep starting him. I mean, it's really weird talking about pitchers now because either you're dropping them or you're starting them, right? Um, maybe you want to bench them once, but there's no trades or anything left here. So it's just, I mean, yeah, George Kirby. Okay, fine. Uh, Wade Miley, is he a streamer? Can you trust him? I mean, he's, it's a good schedule moving forward. It was a careful Icarus against the, uh, the Phillies. It was six innings and then one and run. And then it was three in the seventh, which is unfortunate. I'm surprised he allowed him to get three base runners or whatever. It's fine. Uh, or at least, you know, like get set up for that. Um, schedule safe. You hold on to this as a Toby if you need that. Jack Flaherty pitched better than the line suggested. Uh, 4.2 innings of forward runs, six hits, but one walk, seven Ks. He got singled out a bit here. Actually, really, I shouldn't say that. He got punished. Um, those two sliders for home runs um, that weren't good sliders. And then some of the fastballs in the zone got punished. But really, it's annoying when the mistake pitches get punished more so than usual. And I'm actually looking into that, by the way. We're going to have something for you there. But, uh, and that's actually real data. Um, he gets the Red Sox and the Rays next. I think I'm down for that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Alex Cobb didn't do well against the Padres because the splitter, I mean, it wasn't necessarily off. It just wasn't down. So it was only 5 for 31 whiffs, a ton of foul balls and balls in play. Uh, lots of strikes on it. I guess that's fine. He gets Rocky Road next, so I'm going to go with that one. Jameson Tyone against the Reds. 30% CSW for King Cole. He just throws so many strikes in the zone, and they're just not that great pitches. So it's, yeah, he, he opens himself up to uh, susceptibility here. Uh, is that the thing? Sure, we'll say that. And Zach Gallon got singled out, and whatever, we move on. Looking forward to today's games. Papa Lopez, uh, Corbin Burns, Cole Reagans, let's go. We're doing that watch party. You better be there, seriously. 2.20 Eastern Time. It's like in 30 minutes. Be there. Um, if you're listening to this as it's going on, show up. I'm going to be streaming till about 6 or 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Going over the list schedule. Ask me all your questions you want. Playback.tv slash pitchers. It's 100% free. Seriously, just show up. It's awesome. Grayson Rodriguez, uh, Merrill Kelly, Logan Webb, Justin Steele, Jose Brios, Lucas Julie. Just starting these guys. You know this. Brian Bayo, Aaron Savali is going today. Same with Brian Wu. Brian Wu is in Cincinnati. I understand if you don't want to do that one. I'm going to go for it. Um, you have Andrew Heaney is a Obvious cherry bomb, a questionable start tier, and do not start tier. I mean, Peter Lambert has a chance in Arizona. All of these Rocky pitchers do. You have Tywin Walker. Uh, you have the Padres. No, thank you. JP Francis going, not Jose Urquidy against Texas. No, thanks. Jesse Schultons, Luis L. Ortiz. You have TJ Antone, which is very interesting. It's his first start back from TJ, and I don't know how long he's going to go. It's in Cincinnati. The mayors are... Are good. I don't want to do it, but I'm very curious what that is. I hope he's my roundup lead. I think something like Jesse Schulten is a little more interesting against the Royals, for example. And Ortiz was okay last time. 
Uh, Kenny Rosenberg, Ken Waldachuk, and Rich Hill close that out. Looking forward to tomorrow, you have Garrett Cole, Brandon Woodruff, Clint Kershaw, Zach Eflin, Sonny Gray, Chris Bassett, and Tanner Bybee. Those are obviously good guys you're going to start. No one has a bad matchup there. Probably start too. You have Jose Quintana and Hendricks as like the clear Tobies getting great matchups, so you do that. Jesus Lazardo and Bryce Miller have these tough matchups of the Dodgers and Reds. Do whatever you want there. Again, I'm going to go for it because I feel like if you have these guys, you got to go in for those strikeouts, and you still have win potential regardless of what you think about the other opponents. You still can do it. Dean Kramer and uh, Dylan Cease and Brandon Fought all have good matchups. Dylan Cease is here because of the strikeout potential. Fought is our stream pick of the day against Rocky Road, and Dean Kramer, I think, is a solid play as um, he's been cruising and gets the Angels. Questionable start here. Brady Singer had some arm fatigue, and now he's going to pitch tomorrow, it looks like, against the White Sox. Uh, the Singer command was a big issue. Slider command looked good. Singer command, not so much. I think he's starting tomorrow. We're going to see there. Um, yeah. Because the slider's so good against the White Sox, but again, the fatigue and also sinker command. Michael Soroka could be starting for the for Atlanta, which is really exciting because that could be a still stealing of a win against the Cardinals. But where is he at? I mean, I I, I want to imagine that Michael Soroka just pitching regularly is a good Toby. So that can be a really sneaky pickup for you to make for Tuesday's games. I wonder if it's someone else, but I if it's Soroka, I'm going for that for the most part. It's a questionable start for now because just because it's like up in the air and everything. But if that's confirmed, I might move it into probable start tomorrow. Uh, Framber Valdez against Texas. He's not throwing his curve and his sorry his yeah, his curve and his cutter and it's annoying. It's Texas. Andre Jackson is a sneaky one. Maybe that doesn't work against the Brewers. Maybe same thing for Cutter Crawford against the Rays. Also, Eovaldi's on the other side of that Valdez start. Is he coming back from the IL? As he is, is the velocity there? How long is he going to go? It's a still ill. Blah. You have also Detmers and Lorenzen, who could arguably be in the do not start tier. Read Detmers against the Orioles. He just really has not been his best self. And Lorenzen has been much worse lately against the Padres, and that's just... Blah. Do not start tier. Cal Freeland could be a very sneaky one against the Dimebacks. I'm saying this. All the Rockies pitchers on the road have actually been okay. And that could be decent, um, but not really a high win chance. And you have Joey Wentz and Patrick Corbin could also be decent for six innings. You have Connor Phillips also making his MLB debut here against the Mariners. He's just a fastball in the zone over and over again, guy. 95, and it's okay. And then you have a sweeper in there, too. I, I just don't want to do that. Uh, Pedro Avila, maybe if he goes, if he goes, uh, it does. If he goes five, six innings, there is some potential there, but it's the Phillies. I don't want to chase it. Sean Manaya, the whole Giants thing stinks. Zach Neal maybe has a chance against the Jays, and Miles Michaelis, absolutely not. All right, that is it for today. Thank you all so much for the support. We just have a Cole Reagan shirt, by the way, just came out. It's amazing. Go check it out. Um, I already mentioned it, so that's all. So my name is Nick Pollock, and may your babbles be low, and your strikeouts high.